Welcome to 10 Minutes with the Gospel of John. I'm Stan Harstein, your narrator. I truly appreciate your willingness to set aside your daily distractions for the next 10 minutes so you can invest in your own spiritual life. If you have a comment on this DevoCast, please contact me using the email link located at the bottom of the website page. It's time now for today's episode. Episode 13, The Incarnation The mystery of the humanity of Christ, that he sunk himself into our flesh, is beyond all human understanding. Martin Luther's thought reflects on the Feast of the Annunciation of Mary, celebrating the visit and declaration by the angel Gabriel that she would bear a son. The Incarnation was proclaimed by God's own messenger before it even occurred. Just like Mary, we too should respond to news of the Incarnation with these words, May it happen according to your word. Luke 2.38 That moment of time and the happenings therein, nearly inconceivable for human minds, are joyfully proclaimed aloud by many human voices. In the Old Testament, audiences accustomed to hearing the Greek Old Testament read aloud would have been quite familiar with the phrase, the word became. That same Greek phrase introduces many prophetic announcements in the form, the word of the Lord became. Micah, Joel, Jonah, Haggai, Zechariah 1.1. Jeremiah 1-2, Ezekiel 1-3. In one case, the message to Jeremiah asks, I am the Lord, God of all flesh. Can anything be hidden from me? Jeremiah 32, 26 and 27. The grammatical markers indicate the expected answer would be, Of course not. We have observed in earlier episodes that other places in John 1 recall events described in Genesis or Exodus. This time, the language recalls activities of those prophetic voices speaking on behalf of God. In other words, the word became flesh proclaims the prophetic message of God, yet in a way that will be neither random nor announced by an intermediary. The prophetic message of God is being presented 24-7 directly by God. Elsewhere in John, as the prologue transitions in 1-6 from describing the activities of the Word which brought life and light, it introduces John the baptizer who gave testimony to the light. It reminds the listener that John was not the light, while also indicating that one, the true light was in the world which it had brought about, two, the world did not know or recognize the light, and three, the ones who did receive the light were able to do so because God intervened in their life. This light came to reside among a world of people who were born by the will of the flesh, or more specifically, by the activity of humans. In order to live among such a group of people, the Word became flesh, but was not born by the will of the flesh in the same way as other humans were. John 6 
At a highly controversial moment in his ministry, Jesus engages in a three-stage conversation in John 6. In the opening stage, he encourages the crowd who found him to stop pursuing nourishment that needs daily, if not hourly, renewal, and to begin pursuing the nourishment which does not cease. John 6.27 The crowd is somewhat confused. They were hungry again. Jesus' miracle had occurred on the previous day, and they wanted more free food today. The discussion between Jesus and the crowd escalates in each stage as they grow more frustrated with his increasing self-identification as the nourishment they truly, truly need. Finally, Jesus identifies the bread which has come down out of heaven as his flesh. Although the crowd remains confused, the listener to this gospel is not. He or she already knows that the Word became flesh. Just as the Father of life sent me, and I live because of him, even so the one eating me will live because of me. This is the bread which came down from heaven, not like what your fathers ate and later died. The one eating this bread, which came down from heaven, will live in the ages. John six fifty seven and 58. Jesus emphasizes that he became flesh in order that humanity might not die, but instead might live the life of the ages. Yet, those who hear his words fail to accept these words. Words spoken by the word at the beginning with God they fail to receive the light. John 17. During the prayer found in John 17, Jesus recognizes God has granted him authority over all flesh. This statement rests in the middle of two ideas, glory and life, both of which are discussed in earlier episodes. The context demonstrates that Jesus holds authority over all flesh in order to glorify God. In other words, as noted previously, glory is associated with one who has authority and power to provide beyond the expectations or even the wildest imaginations of humans. Episode 10, Glory. The prologue indicates we were able to see the glory of the Word when the Word dwelt among us. 114. We now recognize that the plan was always for humans to see the glory of God, for the glory of God is the life of Jesus. Episode 10, Glory. John 17 also reveals the means for observing God's glory. It is found in the life of the ages. Jesus clearly identifies the substance of this life of the ages. The life which the Word brings about is the knowledge of God. Episode 2 on Life When the Word became flesh in the person known as Jesus of Nazareth, God gave Jesus authority over all he was now fully and completely living in the midst of. This authority had a singular purpose, that all flesh might know the only true God, seen clearly in the one God sent. Jesus the Messiah John 
Concluding Thought When read through the lens of language from the Greek Old Testament, instead of through the parameters of early Christian theological discussions, the Word became flesh presents the prophetic Word of God taking human shape and human form. No longer is the message of God brought to his covenant people through an intermediary on an intermittent basis. The message of God is now brought daily, each and every time Jesus of Nazareth utters a word. When this concept is combined with an understanding of the importance of word throughout the Gospel of John, the reality of God with us, creates an urgency in the hearer to pay more precise attention to each and every sound coming forth from Jesus' vocal cords. His speech is the word of the Lord. Yet, the purpose for the word became flesh is not found just in speaking a combination of consonants and vowels. The word became flesh in order to produce life such a life as only divine activity can produce. The life of the ages is experienced by the children of God, by those who receive the word become flesh. These hear the message of God spoken from the mouth of Jesus of Nazareth and recognize Jesus explains God as none other may, because he is the word at the beginning. Thank you for investing these undistracted moments in your spiritual life. I invite you to return later for another episode of 10 Minutes with the Gospel of John, composed and narrated by Stan Harstein, all rights reserved. <laughs>